0: Diane, I'm your lactation consultant. Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. Hi, and I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Peapod Mats. Peapod Mats are 100% leak proof mats that make nighttime messes of all kinds easier to clean up. And today's episode is also brought to you by Rumina Nursing Wear's Pump and Nurse Collection, all in one products that you can both breastfeed as well as pump hands free in. And we will hear more from our sponsors later but right now diane has our review of the week
1: i absolutely do and our review of the week today comes from 7.62 and i'm not quite sure what that means but
0: i don't know it's very specific though so
1: um and what she says is it's so helpful to listen in on topics that come up for the breastfeeding mom when you're a new mom it's hard to look up and research things and going through things sometimes putting on a quick podcast has really helps to keep you from feeling alone thank you so much for your review and yes, thank um, you we say all the time like we're really glad that people have this to turn to to kind of not, not feel so isolated and to get some good information and some good support so we're really glad to to be able to do that for you thank you thank you and we definitely want more reviews um definitely you know you could be our review of the week send us reviews and either on itunes or whatever and we will uh we will pick you to be our review of the week and read it on the air and what are we talking about today abby what what should we talk
0: about yeah well do you think that maybe we could talk about when we don't like breastfeeding
1: oh i think that's a good one
0: Because we always talk about how hard it is and how, you know, how important it is and how to get going and all this stuff. And, you know, there's all, you know, there's no shortage of posts and information out there about how happy and helpful and wonderful it is. But a lot of times you don't like it. Yeah. What if you hate it? And sometimes people never like it. Right. Like never, ever come to like it. And some of this, some of these feelings really can spread over onto your baby, mm-hmm. having negative feelings about your baby, and that really just makes us so horribly sad and guilty. So, so we're going to talk about that today. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So, did you ever have
1: a, that feeling?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, like in the beginning, w- with Jack being my first, I was so confused and horrified that breastfeeding wasn't working out. And um, so that was just in and of itself like a horrible, anxious and fearful and isolating time. And I don't remember really anything positive from like the first couple of months of my breastfeeding with Jack. I eventually came to like it. Um, It worked out and I came to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I had Exley... And towards my end of, end of my pregnancy with exley i I developed nursing aversion, and it never really went away i mean i had it i tandem nursed the two of them for three and a half years, and it never went away, and I never really liked it again. um I did it for a really long time. I found ways to create boundaries and to minimize um my feelings um you know of disliking it but um Yeah, I've felt that way. I have felt like I just don't like this. And I just don't want to do this anymore. And again, I, I ended up breastfeeding for longer and through that. But, you know, some people don't make that decision. Right. And, and I think that that we I hear, you know, hear this sometimes where people say, well, I just, you know, it didn't work out. It just... I didn't like it and and they stop and then they feel and there's this guilt or there's this feeling that they didn't do the right thing or they didn't do enough mm-hmm. or people will say I don't know if I'm really a badass breastfeeder. <clears throat> you know, it's just such nonsense. Like you, you're not required to like breastfeeding and you're not required to breastfeed for any length of time. Right. This is not it's not like you there's qualifications for being a good person or a good parent and you know you check off these boxes and then you're a good parent like it this is not that's not a thing
1: I think part of it too is like nobody wants to admit that they don't like it you know like that's yeah they feel like okay I there's something wrong or i I supposed to like it because society says I'm supposed to like it and I don't like it so what's wrong with me why don't I like it um when I was when I had Nathan I mean, I didn't like it at all, and I was totally thrown off when I had him, and there was so much stuff going on in my life that outside of just having a baby, and it was just really chaotic, and I remember very clearly, like, sitting there nursing him and being like, I cannot do this for." six months or a year or whatever they're, you know, like is required of me or suggested and just like hating it, like hating it, hating it. And I even got to put, like, there was one time I got mastitis early in my breastfeeding relationship. And um, I I remember thinking like secretly thinking like, I really, really hope they tell me I can't nurse anymore because I just did not want to. And, but I knew, like I knew in my own head If I give up, I'm gonna regret it later. Like that's what kept me going, honestly, because I knew like if I look if I stop, I'm gonna look back on this later and I'm gonna be like, I could have kept going. I could have done it. And for me, I think it was like once I got past the birth and recovery and was kind of getting settled into my new normal it was fine. Like I, I really came to enjoy it. Like you're saying, I really, you know, came to enjoy it. I came to, um, have a great breastfeeding relationship with him. I, you know, went, whatever did not like even look forward to weaning, you know, like it really, it ended up being a very, very good positive thing, but it started out feeling very negative. And, um, I always, I don't mind telling people that because, I think moms don't want to admit that sometimes. But when you have a baby, and I know we've said this a lot on the podcast, like we never just have a baby. You know, we, we, there's all these other life changes and there's maybe the birth didn't go the way you wanted or breastfeeding is really a struggle. And like, it's really hard to enjoy something that you're struggling so much with. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you don't love your baby. That just means we need to try to help you get through it. If that's what your plan is, if that's what you want,
0: then that's what we want to help you do. But it's really normal to feel like that. It's really normal. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, and I think that people don't talk about it. And then when people don't talk about things, then people go through things and they think that they're the only one who's going through it. Mm-hmm. And if you're the only one going through it, then you must be the wrong one. Right. You know, it must not be normal. And something must be wrong with me and that's not the case it's just that people aren't talking about this they're not talking about not liking breastfeeding and there's plenty to not like about it i oh mean you, you you know and and you might somebody might be suffering from postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety or anything like that or previous mental health issues mm-hmm. or you know, like you said, just that recovery period, or I mean, all of this that you're going through the transition into parenthood, all of this stuff that you're going through affects the way that you feel and the way that you're going to feel about breastfeeding. And it's possible that it'll pass. Yeah, you know, it really can, you know, and it's possible that you might get, you know, somewhere down the line and be like, I'm feeling a lot better in a lot of areas of my life, and I still don't like breastfeeding. And it's okay to feel that way. Mm hmm. Absolutely.
1: You know, and there's going to be a lot of things in your life with your child that you don't necessarily enjoy. And, you know, this is just the first time you're experiencing it. And I think it comes as a surprise because you're like, this is my baby. I'm supposed to love everything about it. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just isn't this what it's supposed to be about supposed to just be in this blissful everything is wonderful. I'm, you know, nursing my baby. We have this great breastfeeding relationship. I have these breastfeeding friends. I have these mom groups. I'm doing all the things. But it's okay to not like it. It just, you know, like it's just like the same thing with um like with newborns. A lot of times people will say to me, you know, this is really hard. I'm really tired. And the breastfeeding's hard and I the baby just eats and sleeps and because it is a little bit difficult in the very beginning when the baby is not interacting you know you're like not getting anything you know like for that first little bit you're like all right what are we doing here you know it's very kind of like okay you feel a little bit like this is kind of deflating it's and I I don't necessarily like this stage and that's okay you don't have to like every stage that you're in we just got to get you through it you know um, I was talking to a mom yesterday and she brought this up too. And I was really glad she did because often people do not. And um, and she even said, you know, I know this is supposed to be a bonding thing. She's like, but I'm just not feeling like that with us. And we started talking about it. And she's definitely had a lot of struggles, you know, with the breastfeeding. And it's it, – it can, it can really bother you. You know, it can sit with you and it can go, okay, I, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm bonding. I don't feel like I'm doing well with this. I don't feel like I like it. And then you cycle into that. What's wrong with me? I feel guilty. I'm supposed to like it. I'm supposed to enjoy all of this time. I'm supposed
0: to, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to,
1: but you yeah, know, it's, it's okay.
0: It is okay. And, and I think that's, you know, when you talk about having a newborn, I mean, it would be easier if they came out as like toddlers, <laughs> where they could just, like, do a few things for themselves, you know? Or they could, like, get up and come to you and be like, hey, I'm hungry. I know. You know like, I'm not saying that, like, I'm not, like, being like, oh, it gets easier. Because I don't say that crap anymore to people. Um, toddlers are really hard. but mm. But, you know, you have a newborn. Like you said, they're not giving you anything back. They can't do anything by themselves. And you were, probably just before you got pregnant, you were probably, like, doing tequila shots, dancing on the bar, and, you know, you didn't have many responsibilities. Right. Even if you had a lot of responsibilities, you didn't have a baby. Right. And so it really wasn't that much.
1: sleeping until 11 on a Saturday. Right, and, yeah. You know, like, yeah. whatever.
0: And then suddenly something needs you 24-7 every second of your life. Their entire life depends on you. Mm-hmm. And that is just like that's a hard sell. It is, for, you know, and you don't, you know, it. It's not like I mean, when I had my babies, I, I, I especially Jack's when I had this terrible birth, and it, I, you know, I was all on drugs, and they handed me him, and I was just like, okay, yeah, it's exactly you know? how I felt. I wasn't I was like, like whatever, ah, oh. you know. I love my baby, like no, that doesn't, you know, like you know. It doesn't automatically come right away for everybody, and if, there's nothing wrong with you, mm-hmm. and, you know. And, and and then and then they're needing on you, and then you're not sleeping, and like breastfeeding is maybe is not working, or, um, you know, whatever. It's just chaos, and they're crying, and like you know, you start to every time you hear the cry, it just feels like this heavy burden. You know, I mean, I still. <laughs> it's uh. With a five-year-old and an eight-year-old I'm still sometimes like oh my god what do you need you know. know it's it's a lot to have somebody completely dependent on you and there's nothing fun about that no. I mean I there's a lot of things fun about being a parent but there's that's just it's a lot and it's heavy and people don't always like it and we have to like we have to stop selling it as this thing you know where it's just going to be full of joy because and people are so shocked when they have um, a baby because none of this is like ever it's not out there no it's not
1: it's not out there and I and that is really what surprises people when it happens and somebody said to me actually today I was doing a postpartum support group and um, she was like you know I thought that you have a baby. And, you know, babies sleep all the time, right? They sleep like 20 hours a day or something like that. She's like, Mm -hmm. I thought I was just going to be able to feed the baby and and then put the baby down. The baby's going to sleep and I could go about my business and whatever. She's like, I didn't realize that I had to hold the baby the entire day. And that it's hard to even be able to try to, like, go to the bathroom. And by the time you're done feeding the baby, you have to start again because it's been, like, you know, however long it takes them to feed. And, you know, she's like, I just did not know that that's what was going to happen. And we don't because we don't talk about Oh, yeah, you're going to have this baby. It's going to be great. Da, 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 da And it's and then you get the societal pushback of don't, you know, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't give a bottle. Don't sleep with your baby. Don't, you know, don't, 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 don't give a pacifier. Don't do it. It's like, what can you do that's right then?
0: Right. You're telling everyone to be happy and don't do anything to make your life easier. Don't do anything that was, you know, that will actually like make any of this flow better and be happy. Smile. (laughs) Don't cry and don't talk about it being hard or bad because then, you know, you're an outcast the biggest load of crap ever it's crazy and i remember i remember when we before so i had no kids and then um doing tequila shots in the bar and you know then i then i'm like i was working and i was like okay i'm gonna keep working because i'm you know very driven in this career of social work and my husband's like cool i'll like um i can just like work from home and you go to work You'll pump at work and then I'll stay home with, uh, and I can work from home and the baby will sleep in the bassinet next to my desk. And we were like, yeah, Good we can plan. totally do this. Yeah. Babies sleep all the time. So because that's every single movie, every single TV, every single everything that you've ever seen. There is a baby sleeping in the corner and everyone's life is totally normal. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, here comes Jack and I'm like, I can't go back to work. Like, I don't even know what's happening right now. And, you know, we never put him down. You know, you said, you know, you're holding them all the time. Josh like, I can't work like this. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, this is is not our plan is like gone. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you're trying to come up with a new plan. And, you know, my God. And then you sit down and you're like, okay I'm finally sitting down. Let me breastfeed my baby. Everyone says that this is like this oxytocin high and I'm going to feel wonderful. And it doesn't feel that way. Mm hmm. It feels like someone's, like, sucking the life
1: out of you. And you feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm the only one that can do this. It's so much
0: responsibility
1: on me. And I went – and it really does, like, for me anyway, I did feel better as time went on. Like, the further I got from all the garbage, the better I felt about everything. And then I kind of got to the point where I was like, I want to be the only one to feed him because I feel like that was my – I was really proud of that. You know, I was really proud that I could look at my kid and be like, that – baby is growing because of the milk that I am giving him that I'm that I am really doing that myself and I was very proud of that but I do meet a lot of families especially now I feel like now more than ever pumping is a huge thing and I have a lot of moms where they can't wait to be able to have somebody else feed the baby and sometimes that's your sanity You know, and when you have somebody that says to you, oh, you can't pump and give a bottle for at least the first six weeks because the baby's going to get too confused and they're not going to latch well. That's daunting for a new mother who's like, oh, my God, I can't even get an hour and a half of sleep right now. And I, I can't have anybody help me for six weeks. Yeah, Like, that's a lot. And there's no I like. My new thing now is telling people, like, there's, what are all these rules? Like, why, I don't understand why we have these rules. You know, why, why are we making this so hard? This is why people don't last. You know, like, it's already hard. Why are we making it harder?
0: Yes. And when we come back from our break, we're going to talk more about how maybe we can make it a little easier. Perfect. Today's episode is brought to you by Peapod Mats. No more splashing around in milk puddles throughout the night. Peapod mats are 100% leak-proof and super absorbent making messes of all kinds including those breast milk messes easier to clean up. While Peapod mats primary use is for bedwetting and incontinence they are perfect for the breastfeeding parent. They are reusable up to 500 plus washes which is cheaper than buying those 10 or 20 dollar plastic protectors you need to replace. They don't move and stay in place without flaps, straps, or Velcro, and no tucking or wrapping around the mattress. The mats are breathable and comfortable with no plastic crinkle sound or cold vinyl. Peapod mats are PVC, vinyl, and latex-free with a TPU waterproof coating that is a greener solution for the environment. Best part is if you get a Peapod mat for breastfeeding, you could then use it for nighttime potty training. Use promo code BADASS for 20% off of your order at peapodmats.com, that's P-E-A-P-O-D-M-A-T-S.com, and this code is valid through August 15th, 2019. And today's episode is also brought to you by Nursing Wear's Pump and Nurse Collection. Are you looking for a bra or tank top you can do both breastfeeding and hands-free pumping in? Do you don't wanna completely disrobe to put on a different pumping top? Room in Nursing Wear's Pump and Nurse Collection has helped thousands and thousands of breastfeeders reach their breastfeeding goals by offering, uh, offering all-in-one products that breastfeeders can easily nurse and pump hands-free in. With their simple hands-free pumping design, breastfeeders don't have to worry about disrobing completely or putting on additional pumping straps or tops. All of Rumina's products are comfortable to wear all day and supportive for busy, multitasking parents. Badass breastfeeding listeners can receive an exclusive 20% discount on Rumina's Pump and Nurse collection by visiting Rumina's website, pumpandnurse.com and using promo code BB19. These sponsor links and their promo codes can be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com along with breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, as well as information about scheduling your lactation consultation with Diane. So, let's talk about how to make this
1: easier for moms. Right? How yes. do, how do we make this other than acknowledging and validating your feelings that this is a this is real, like this this is okay and don't feel like you're the worst mom in the world because you're not enjoying motherhood at this very moment of your life.
0: Yeah, I think just, I think first of all, realizing that you're going through something that most parents are going through. Most people are going to go through this and they're going to have these feelings. And then, you know, I think, I think that there's a few things that people can do. um, And that's, you know, getting, you know, we talk about the, the, um, the problems with so much information being on the internet. Um, But what about just the primary use for social media? It's social media. (laughs) Get online. If you, you know, one of the things that I did was joined like parent groups. And I'll, you know, I will be honest and say not all of them worked out well. But some of them led me to the closest friends I have right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and you can... You can find people to connect with who are going through the same thing as you are. You can go through, um, you can go to, uh, you know, ways of like finding people who also breastfeed in your area. And I have, the Badass Breastfeeder has a local group finder, it's called. And there's hundreds of little um, groups in different cities across the world, actually. People so have cool. yeah. found each other. And yeah, so if you're, I can put the link on the website in this um episode so that you can find that if you want to join but you can find it that way you can you can even just search like breastfeeding Chicago you know in Facebook and you might come up with groups that are in there and you actually find people around you finding people that was a big game changer for me was Mm -hmm. finding other breastfeeders people breastfeeding babies that were similar to 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 my baby's age and we were going through like the same thing at the same time Absolutely. That was huge. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It really does make a big difference to be able to vent to somebody. And do not be ashamed or afraid to tell somebody like this. I find this really hard because you know what? You might be helping another mom who's too afraid to say anything.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's what, you know, making these connections is about. It's about supporting each other and, you know, validating each other and just having that peer support which is really, really, really important. It it is really important as a new mom, and we're all it just is. so isolated.
0: We are, and and you know, if you're having these feelings and you feel like you feel like it's kind of spread, it's kind of in general, kind of across all of the aspects of your life. Maybe it's breastfeeding, maybe it's all kinds of things, and you feel, you know, a, like you're not enjoying any of it. You. you it's, you know, reach out for help, um, which, again, is easier said than done because a lot of times when we do reach out for help, it lands on, you know, not deaf ears. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, you know, call your insurance and find a counselor. There is no shame in no. talking to a counselor. I talk to a counselor every single week. That's important. And it's like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, and whenever I end... Whenever in my life I've ended with a counselor and time has gone on, things don't get better. They get worse, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'm like, oh, I really should have somebody like consistently in my life that I'm talking to. And, you know, that's like a thing. It's like so taboo, like going to a therapist. You can even, I see mine online. She lives in New Zealand. Oh, that's so awesome. I I have a friend that does that online. Yeah. I have
1: a friend that does that. I don't go anywhere.
0: And if you have a young enough baby and you're saying, I really need to talk to somebody, somebody will help you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, again, it's just a matter of finding somebody. But there's no shame in asking for help. Right. There is not. The other thing that I think is important too is
1: finding a good lactation consultant in your area or you can always contact me and we could set something up and because if I have moms that contact me and they're like I need a break or I really need to sleep or I really you know whatever the situation is I mean we could work out okay let's figure out the best way for you to be able to get somebody to help you with feeds right now You know, and it doesn't mean forever. It doesn't mean it's going to take the place of anything. It doesn't mean you can't breastfeed anymore. You know, it doesn't mean any of those things. But knowing that there are options are really, really helpful. And sometimes you just need like one full night of sleep or just knowing that you have these options. And that makes a whole difference when it comes to like, you know, keeping going with what you're doing.
0: I think that's a great point because you don't even like I'm saying like reaching out to a counselor but you if you reach out to a lactation consultant I think people think like well you know even if breastfeeding is going well you just don't like it you can still call a lactation consultant mm-hmm. they're not going to be like oh you can't talk to me unless you're in problems like that's not how it works no like you know you could be like I you know breastfeeding seems to be going fine but I really don't like it <laughs> you know I don't know you know I'm new to this this is all weird I feel like I'm not liking this I'm not you know and People, you know, lactation consultant will work with you. Absolutely. What don't you like about it? Let's see how we can make this easier. You know, like it's,
1: it is not about shaming you and saying, oh, well, you should like it. Your baby, you have a healthy, beautiful baby. What's wrong with you? Nobody, Ugh. we're not going to say that. Somebody might, but we definitely wouldn't. No. But this is, breastfeeding is a relationship and for a relationship to work well, we want everybody to feel good about it. And it's just sometimes you just don't going in. And especially it's it is like such a rabbit hole because it's like you're pregnant. And you're like, OK, this is going to be wonderful. I'm going to breastfeed. And I remember you even saying, too, I'm going to tandem nurse these babies. It's going to be great. And it's like then you get to that and you're like, this sucks. And I feel bad that I hate it. But I do. You know, and it's just yeah. so, so many feelings. So many. Feel- and that's where you need the counselor to help work all that stuff out for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and I want to say, too, and I want to stress this as, like, really want to stress this. You have an out. It's, if you if you really, really feel like you're, you don't want to breastfeed, you don't have to. Right. It's a choice. It is not a requirement. You do not have to. You can wean at any point. Now, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, oh, well, why don't you just give formula? It's not working out? Well, just give formula. I mean, what's the problem? That's not what I'm saying. If you really want to work through it, then people will help you and we can help you. If mm-hmm. you don't, if you don't want to, there's there's no shame in that. Right. There's really, it's your decision. This is your body. This is your baby. This is your situation. It's your story. It's you're the one who's in control of this.
1: I've had conversations with moms. In fact, one just this week even where mom was like, I don't know, maybe I should wean. Her doctor told her, you know, maybe formula might be better. You might be a happier mom that way. And da, da, da. like the whole, the whole thing that she was struggling with. And what it came down with, she was, it was, I was like, what it, what is it that is making you upset? Like what, what is it about it? And it turned out being like, she gets recurring plugs. And yeah. she's like, I go, so it's really not the breastfeeding itself. It's, what happens with the, bre- she goes, right. If the plugs weren't there, everything, I wouldn't care. You know, it's yeah. the bre- so like, sometimes it's not even like, we really need to dig and be like, okay, what is it that we don't like and how can we fix it? And if you said to me, you know, it's the plugs or I feel like I'm the only one that can do this and I don't like that. I want to be able to have some help. All right, let's make that happen then. Like we can make that happen without having to totally wean if breastfeeding was your goal. Like there are so many things, but when people don't tell you that and they just say, oh, well, you, you know, you can't or you have your mother-in-law saying, oh, you, but, you know, I can give bottles and that'll be so much easier and you should switch. And then you don't realize what your options are, but there's always options to everything and it's yeah. up to you. Whatever's best for your family is what you should do.
0: Yeah, and I think the best way to figure out what's going on is to involve another person because mm-hmm. you can talk to yourself in your head all you want, but it yeah. gets really confusing in there. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a really hard to like work out your own thoughts with yourself. Yeah, it's like very confusing, and things become very clear. I mean, I remember working with that lactation consultant with Jack, and. It was just a few minute phone call with her where it felt like everything was kind of clear. Like I wasn't where I wanted to be yet, but everything seemed a lot clearer when I just said it to somebody and then they said things back to me Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But you have options and it's okay to feel this way. Absolutely. And it's okay to talk about it. And we encourage you to. Yes, and thank you for listening. Thank you very much. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.